Hello, this is Joseph Carlson, and this is episode 86 of Gaming with Grief, and this is just Eberron Session 1. That's the title of this episode, so um, the next couple titles aren't going to be as creative, or what I think is creative as they are before. Uh, but let me do the intro first, so just to let you guys know, this podcast will have my website, www.gamewithgrief.com, uh, Monday morning at 7 a.m. Go there, let me know what you think of the podcast, give me the likes, the shares, the subscribes, all that kind of stuff, um, and, uh, you know, uh, generally just interact with me there. Um, I'm also on SoundCloud under Joseph Carlson. Go there. Uh, the podcast will usually hit a little bit sooner on SoundCloud before it publishes on the website. Um, or you can go to iTunes, go there, uh, with the Gaming with Grief podcast with Joseph Carlson. Uh, again, give me some stars, some likes, let me know what you think of the podcast, give me some reviews, that helps me out. Um, or you can find me on Twitter, at JustLittleJoe. Um, you can go there, let me know what you think of uh, the podcast there, of course, or the show. Um, I'm trying to get better about um, promoting the show. Um and I might take some shots this year. There's some content creators that I enjoy uh, online that want to broadcast other content creators. I'm probably going to reach out to them. Uh, I don't know what's going to happen with that. But you got you to gotta try, right? So, uh, yeah, that's the intro. So, yeah, I mean, these next couple episodes, the titles aren't going to be that interesting. But if you've been listening to the past two, uh, we've gone through the session zero with my uh, friend and wife. Uh, now we did the character creation. That was last week. And this we're actually playing this week. So... I cut down the episode a little bit, uh, just because in the beginning there's always technical issues that you're trying to get through. Uh, but yeah, this is uh, us playing Eberron, um, so I hope you guys enjoy it. Um, this is part one. Um, like I said in session zero, this would be more of a heist, but it would be contained, uh, not like a big multi-threaded heist, just a single session, well, um, a single campaign over a few sessions. And um, yeah. So I hope you guys enjoy this. You actually hear me be uh, okay, competent DM sometimes. Um, and I'll probably talk about this. Maybe I'll do uh, an episode after all this um, to reflect on, because uh, I've learned some stuff about myself DMing the past couple times, because, um, you know, I think I'm an okay DM, but really having to listen back to these and edit these, you know, because before it's, you know, you, I take notes and everything, obviously, when I DM, but, like, to actually listen back to everything and see how it comes together... Um, yeah. Uh, but yeah, enjoy the episode. Again, this is like the, the characters getting together and the, um, adventure kind of starting. And then the next session will be, uh, the actual heist and then them leaving, uh, you know, having to exfiltrate the place that the heist take place. I don't know if that makes sense, but, uh, yeah, so that's going to happen then. And then uh, there will be an epilogue for each character. There will be an epilogue with Martin's character, and there will be an epilogue with my wife's character. And then I'll probably do a... I mean, without um, my wife and Martin, I've done a little bit of that before. If you listen to the past episodes with the Dragon Age thing, I got together with the players and did like a review, basically, of it uh, if I was getting a job. I think this time I've really had a lot of like self-reflection. I might just do an episode of me reflecting on... a you know, strength and weaknesses of the DM. Uh, I think I'm going to do that. I, I'm kind of spitballing stuff here, but yeah. So uh, without further ado, guys, enjoy. Again, there's more to come. Uh, stay safe out there. Uh, yeah.
anyway, uh, talk to you guys next week. Gotcha. So, any any questions about? Uh, so I uh, I kind of set Carla's character up really quickly. I'll have actually I'll have you roll a d. Actually, I'll do initiative. So Carla, roll initiative right there. Just click on it. Ooh, a twenty. Natural twenty. What'd you get, Martin? For initiative. Uh, I got a twenty. What? A natural twenty or? She got a natural 20. She got a 22. So what all together? Is your initiative a bonus or no? Yeah, it was with bonus. Oh, you got 20. She got a 22. So she goes first. Whatever. <laughs> so basically, I'll show you guys, since I can screen share, I will show you guys where you're at. You're in Sharn, which is the biggest city in Eberron. It's the city of towers, hence the name. Um, there's cool things. You can go through this art. Here's like some steampunky stuff, people falling. Uh, there's the towers. Uh, and then this is how everything's built. You guys are actually in the middle city. Don't worry, you're not in the lower city. Middle city is kind of literally middle class. So things get done here. Money trades hands. There's tons of shops. Mm. Things like that. Um, so, but actually... So the war uh, hasn't ended yet. It's still going on. Uh, and I'm oh, sorry, I'll start with you, Carlos. So basically you, I got to find the map, but you are, there's a woman uh, who I saved her name. The witch. Everybody just calls her the mother. That's the name that everybody uses. You're one of many kind of like urchins that she kind of takes care of. And some people come in and give her information. Some people give her goods uh, to trade or fence. Some people want things from her, like a target, so you'll go after them. Uh, she pays you money, but she also protects you. Uh, let me bring up the map. So I keep saying that, but um, basically, the whole time you've been doing work for her, you haven't run into any problems with the law, which is strange. Because I'll say at this point, even though you're young, you've only maybe killed two people, but it was rough. Not morally rough. It was just hard to track them down mm. and finish the job. So I don't know if I can blow this up. Probably not. No. So basically, I can't really blow this up, unfortunately, but there is a city um, right on the edge here of um, this town here. This moorland doesn't exist because uh, the war is still going on. So that was like the definition of the war ending is when the morning happened. So there's this town right here, which I wish I could blow up, but I can't. Uh, long story short, um, that's mostly where you've been going to and hitting your targets. And uh, she basically lives right here. Like at the corner of this is like this swampy area right here. Mm -hmm. This wooded area. And again, no one, you, none of the authorities have ever bothered you. They've never asked you any questions. Uh, and the money that you have in your possession is because of the two hits you've done for her. So the, your starting money is as it is because of what you've earned from doing her things. Uh, she's an elderly woman, a human woman that looks um, decrepit. She barely moves, but she her mind's still very sharp. And you've seen people come in and out of her hut, but nobody talks when they go in and out because it's like uh, they respect each other mm -hmm. and you don't ask questions. You know, you just go in and out. 
you know, you see people bringing stuff in, uh, you get stuff out. Uh, it's that kind of thing. Okay. So what she says is um, you come in and it's it's she always sees you at night. So you come in and she's eating dinner and it's uh, what you can imagine an old person eating. It's very sloppy and she just so happens to be eating soup. And like it's this decrepit hut that is around her and she's like slowly like slurping soup and you're the only one there. And um, again, you don't know her name. Uh, she only calls you Zora unless there's another name that you want to be called. Mm. No, that's just the name that... Okay. And then what do you look like to her when you... Have you decided your form yet? I mean, we can go by the form that's on the the character. Like a human woman, kind of? A human... I think maybe that would be... With black hair? So, like... um, Maybe she's human, so you want to appear human mm -hmm, to her? mm -hmm. Okay. So yeah, so you you appear just like your character portrait and you come in and she's and uh, basically it's one of those things where um, all that happens is when you know you have to go see her, uh, like a street urchin comes up to you and just hands you a coin, which what you do is when you it's a silver coin that has like an X on it. So, you know, it's like she's asking you to be there. And then when you come in, you set it on the table to be like, you know, I'm answering, like give this to the next person type thing or whatever. That's Mm -hmm. that's how, you know. So you come in and she goes, oh, you know, like she she raises her head really slowly. She's eating. She's like, you came. And she's very slowly trying to get up, you know, and she's got like all these robes, even though it's kind of like spring. She still dresses. She's got like a lot of a lot of uh, robes and things on. She's like, you came. And then she comes over and she hugs you. uh, But it's really weak and frail. And she's uh, I got to look at your character again. Actually, I'm just going to do this. I'm going to open your character up. Mm-hmm. So you're... So you just look... Because you can look at this. So you can go like... I mean, I look kind of like a man right there. Well, you could... That could be a woman. Uh, I think I can change portrait here. And then I can... Oh, wait. I think I can view... Hmm. Nope, don't do that. Anyway, yeah, so it it is kind of mannish. Uh, you could come to her as a human male if you wanted. No. Okay. <laughs> um, I know where that is. So you're right there. And the picture is right there. That's your picture. Um, so maybe my face is more human and not all splotchy. No, it is. You, you don't show that to people unless... Cause you, you just stay in that form unless you're incapacitated or want to change. Oh, okay. So you, I mean, I'm not going to walk you through it. You just turn into that when you see her. But you come to her as like a woman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I basically say you look like that, except you just have long hair. Okay. So okay. you come to her and she's like, you're here. She's like, I have something very important for you to do. It's like another job. Yes, what is it? She says, uh, here. And she rolls out a map on the table. Uh, and I closed it. But she rolls out a map on the table and points right to the edge. Let's just go to... Right here. She points to here. And right on the edge, it's it's this big a map, so she unrolls it. Right on the edge here, where this lake is, she said there's a monastery being built. 
And there's a man there that has caught the eye of the local authorities, and they're paying handsomely to have him removed. How do they want him removed? They By wanna... any means necessary? Yeah. She said, you've done well for me in the past. You decide. But they don't want to see or hear from him ever again. How much is this paying? She said, for you, 200 gold. Is that a lot for that kind of uh, job? Well, you being an urchin, you don't know. Like, she's, I mean, you're not stupid. She's probably taking a cut. Yeah. And then they're probably, since she's the old, decrepit woman in the woods, uh, they're probably low-balling her. But for you, um, you live a pretty meager life. You go to the city and do what you want, and you don't spend a lot of money. Okay. So for you, it's kind of like, I mean, if you want to roll a dice or anything, or you could try to talk her up. If you want to say, like, nah, well, I think, Well, it's you know. a little, uh, well, I don't know. She probably doesn't have a lot of money. Guessing. Well, I, mean, I don't know. There's a lot of people. I mean, uh, may- you can try to roll Maybe something if you want to do further, like a check. Further out from where we are, like it's a lot further. It is. Further. It's a lot farther. It would take and you I like have a, to probably take you spend few... money to get over there. Mm-hmm. So you could pump it up if you yeah, want. Yeah, pump it up because I'm probably gonna need like a place to stay. You can take um, a, a ship out there, uh, a, mm-hmm. uh, um, a steamship. Mm-hmm. But it would still take two days travel. Well, like a day probably, a full day on the steamship to get out there. And there's very few uh, things out there uh, at the outpost. Yeah. Now, Martin, as an aside, uh, the Shadow Marches is actually where you're from, that area on the map. This area is the only place that your dragon mark appears uh, on humans, usually manifests on humans, is the Shadow Marches. And reading about it, it is literally just a swamp that no one goes to, and they think it's terrible. But humans and other half orcs that live out in these swamps there's dragon shards which again are what people use to power the area and you with the mark of finding know to go out there and where to find obviously where to find this stuff and so you make a pretty good living uh basically um taking people out there and uh making a living off you know uh adventures and out of towners that are like I want to get some dragon shards and you kind of roll your eyes, but it's easy money for you and you know how to do it. The only reason I'm telling you that is because you know it's a, be it's out in the middle of nowhere. So you could yeah. talk her up and say, listen, I, I wanna I'm going to travel out there for a day. I want to talk her up because I don't have much okay. money. So that would probably go through all my money plus some. So that it, it would be a few gold to get out there on the steamship. And then obviously you have to come up with some kind of cover while you're out there because... Uh, I mean, there's humans out there and stuff, but, like, uh, people in the Shadow Marches are kind of, it's a tight-knit group, so they know about outsiders. I mean, even, people come in all the time, but, like, they're somewhat suspect of outsiders. So you would would have to, I'm sure you haven't told her what you can do or who you are. No, she doesn't need to know that. Yeah. You could say, hey, this is going to be difficult. She just knows that I do my job, and Mm -hmm. it gets done. Right. That's all she needs. You have your pet mouse, which Carla just named a mouse. She figured yep, that was mouse. good. It was good so far. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, you have your pet mouse. And, um, yeah, like, y- you could tell her that. You could say, hey, yeah, it's going to... Yeah, I want... I'd be like, uh, you know, it's going to take a lot of resources to get over there. So, um, for this job, I'd like to have a little bit more to get me over. Uh, you see her, like, nod. And she's like, well, the most... The most they would offer would be two fifty. Okay. 
She's like, is that acceptable? What about, well, I don't want to be in, you know, like. Again, you don't know if she's trying to take a cut, if they're undercutting her because she's the crazy woman in the woods. What about 275? All right. She's like, but if it's done quickly. My jobs always get done. So she gives you 100 (laughs) to start off. That's what she hands you. Um, And then you have to book. I mean, you're on a main road, right, here? So you have to book passage to there. And they're like, that's going to take two days even on a rail. And it's going to be 10 gold or whatever. Mm -hmm. There's a station there and everything you get on. And you basically, you saw some of the photos. Um... Or the let's see if I oops this is that's cover art um let's see if I can find the there we go mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's like the third one nope that was not nope what is it doing none of this was here last time cool uh, <laughs> I clicked on it last time and none of this stuff was here. Uh, let's go one more. One more. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah, there's these steamships and like a massive, like, a, it, it's like a platform. People have to walk up to it. And when you walk up, you see, um, like, these dwarves putting these big, You everybody knows what a dragon shard is because it's like what powers the world. It's like a big battery. It's just a big crystal that they're throwing in these hoppers. And you see them hooking up like jumper cables basically to it, like big power cables. And you see, I'll make you roll your, say your perception right there. Hey. Oh, lame. Oh, she got a four. Well, apparently I can't see anything. Right. I just went blind for some reason. Um. <laughs> oh, you're you're muted, Martin. You, you muted, uh, I can't hear you. Yeah, it's it's getting to the end of the day, and it's getting to the end of the day, and she just I was like, wow, Martin's really quiet. Well, he muted himself. Um, but yeah, so she he, he's he's so quiet. Um, you just see everybody kind of knows. It's like when you look at a car, you're like, yeah, you put your key in, you turn it. Basically, when you're looking at this airship, wind is like wrapping around it, and that's what powers it. So they put these big stones in it. And then hit a button and this wind pushes it, you know, north, south, east, west, whatever. So uh, if you want to go out to the marches, um, it's like this dirty, like, Dorvin person. And he's like, put your money on the table. And you see a lot of people um, that look like they're from the marches. Like a lot of pale people, half orcs, mm-hmm. uh, refugees. Obviously, you don't really care because you're a student. You're like, yeah, these are my people. I'm broke, too. Um, you probably wouldn't judge them that much. But you mm-hmm. see a lot of people carrying, it looks like their belongings, like bindles and stuff. Mm-hmm. And everybody gets on the train and everybody kind of locks themselves in. And it, it actually uh, is enclosed, which they had to pay extra for that. So you head off to the marches. Okay. Um, so Martin, you are in the marches. Imagine that. Um, this is where you're from. Uh, you... you yeah, you're fine. You don't have to roll perception to see the huts in front of you. Um, so you've this whole time, uh, you've been, 
you haven't been involved in the war, right? You, you've still been scavenging. You haven't, uh, you know, you haven't joined a cause, except you know, you just want to make money, right? Right. Okay. Um, so there's two people that you need to know uh, that are in your group. Well, one right now. Uh, his name is uh, he's an elven, uh, another urchin like you, and it's weird. His name's Trosh, which is a weird name for an elf, but um, he basically is also a refugee. And the elves are pretty, like, every D&D thing, I think, What's in this world. Yeah, they're a little bit toity. But he definitely is. How do you spell it? He what? How do you spell it? A T-R-O-S-H. Trosh. Can you say he's a dwarven? Elven. Elven, okay. He's young for an elf. And you notice he's, it's really weird, like, you know, elves definitely have their place in society. And it's weird that he would be out here. But... Um, a lot of people are treasure hunters because this place is rich in dragon shards. A lot of people come in here to make money. Okay. And what happens, it's been like a year or two. You guys have been scavenging here and there. And you've been, um, you know, making a little bit of money, but it hasn't been like that big score. Um, so um, I'll just ask you, like we did, we kind of did this in the beginning, but do you have your prosthetic arm or it's it's attached Right now, you don't you, you you don't have your real arm. You still you have your prosthetic arm, but it's a piece of crap, right? Right. It's it's functioning. It's not like it just dangles. No, no. But I, it's I'm. Functioning. It's not what you want it to be. You have a functioning arm, but it's not exactly what you want. So you have, I mean, in your notes, some, <laughs> what's that, Riley? In your notes somewhere, you can put like you know like three three charges of like repair, like oil and stuff like that, and you can put. Um, you know, like like uh, Smith tools, so you can like repair it if you have to. So, so what happens is you guys are it, it's like so meager what you guys are doing, um, and uh, Trosh and you are both getting pretty upset. Um, and actually, I'll give you the name of the other guy. The other guy that you do need to know is your uh, it's an artificer that you went to to get your arm. His name's Cracks, and he's a dwarf. Uh, just a smith. And he's one of those guys that he's about 200 years old, so he's always condescending to you because you're a squishy human that is maybe 30 years old or however you said, old. You said cracks? Yeah. K-R-A-X-X. So he... Um, and what race is he? I'm sorry. He's a dwarf. He's an artificer, which is basically a fancy term for blacksmith. But his thing is that he is always condescending to you because, one... Um, he helped you with your arm when you needed it. And two, he's like, a he'll be probably a hundred years older than you'll ever be. So, uh, but he's a nice guy and you've even floated, you know, like you haven't been able to pay him and he's somewhat okay with that. So, um, you always pay him back though. So, yeah. So what it is, is, um, yeah, you have been, it has been, uh, just meager, like you hand over mouth, basically, like paying bills. And you get to see these dumb, dumb tourists come in and they want to find dragon shards and you find them a couple. Like when you go into a river and prospect and you find a few gold fragments and they're over the moon, they pay you very little and it's very competitive because it's like a tourist trap, right? Where you are in the marches. And you, like every other person, is trying to find like that big score, right? So it's early one morning and um, um, Trosh wakes you up, like just wakes you up and he's like, hey. And 
he's like, hey. And he's like shaking you. And I'll say most of the huts in the Shadow Marches are actually built above water. So they, you know, they're on poles. It's a swamp, right? So they elevate their homes. Right. So he wakes you up. He's like, hey, I got a, I got a mark. Get a mark. Go wash it off or something. Don't pass it off. I'm sleeping. He's like, no, I, I got a lead on a job. And he's like shaking you. He's like, well, you have to go, you have to go to the, the, the inn. He's, he goes, I'm just trying to, he goes, I'm trying to film full of drinks and keep him there, but I don't know how long he's going to stay. And there's a lot of people talking in his ear. All right. What's he look like? Weird. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, you've seen a lot of weird stuff here, but he doesn't look like he's from around here and that's all try. He's like, he's not from here. He looks strange. And not only are people talking in his ear, but people are kind of gathering around him. What is he looking for? He says he wants to go on a treasure hunt. Treasure hunt. Which is usually how this goes. Another panhandling experience for the non-locals, I take it. Well, that's what he says. But he, he says he has something that'll make this different. Is it like a mark? Does he need to wash that off too? He's like, he kicks you like awake and he's like, you're so dense. And then he just walks out of the hut and like goes. So uh, the inn, everybody gathers, um, they call it the drag, which is the inn. And it's where everybody, this is, um, occasionally you'll get a good ale or wine, but nobody, the food is all like weird. Like you learned a long time ago not to ask where, uh, like what are we eating you know like if you've ever traveled to a foreign country uh even though this is where you're from you do know dishes but sometimes you're like that was a good burger and the innkeeper will be like i know and you won't ask like was that rat or i don't want to know do i and they're like no you don't and you're like okay um so it's just one of those nights where there's too many people to uh there's too many smugglers or treasure hunters to go around for the amount of work and so what you see is you come in the hut you're like rubbing the sleep from your eyes and you see all these people like half orcs humans kind of all around and they're talking to this person and he's in a like a brown um like robe and he's got the robe drawn up over his head uh roll your perception Gotta be better than a four. Hopefully, it'll be better than a four. Uh, Fourteen. My wife's very mad. You can talk; it's fine. It's not like my wife. My wife's like trying to be quiet, like she can't speak. Um, no, that's good. So he is. I'll show you a picture of his of him. He is. Um, He's, wear, he's wearing Burks. He's wearing Burks. A Democrat? He's a Democrat. Um, oh, my God. Oh, it's not here. Uh, oh, good. There's no picture. Let's click here and see. 
Um, I'll show you. Well, I mean, I'll just do this in the camera. So he looks like this. That is really... Well, was he like two inches tall? He's two inches tall, Martin. <laughs> Everybody is talking about how he... You said weird looking, Joe. Uh, <laughs> hang on. I gotta wait for this thing. Well, everybody around. that's talking in his ear must be like twice as small. I'll show you a picture. Like, Stop yelling! <laughs> <laughs> it, you guys are so loud. Like, he's just so like... That's funny. But you notice that everybody is just around him, and it's one of those things... Where you know every, like, this is what people do. Uh, you know everybody here. These people are ridiculous, like, and they don't know what they're doing. And this really, um... Basically, everybody's thinking the same thing. Uh, or at least you are when you see him. You're like, and you see Trosh just, like, leaning up against the door. And he's like, oh, it took you long enough. He's like, you're slow when you wake up. He's like, well, I get it quick. He just not, he just shakes his head and goes to the bar. That's the guy. Now, here's the deal. He has a... Oh, he's... Um, he has his hood up, but you see blue skin and, like, white hair, and he's got, like, this... This robe doesn't have the designs. It's just, like, a white... Like, a beige robe, like, that wrapped around him. And you you see he has, um, like, the same things on him, like, knives, you know, like a bandola on his chest of a couple of darts and a knife, and he's got those books and everything. And he's just sitting there, and you see him slowly drinking ale... And you see everybody being very friendly to him. So uh, Trosh hands you a drink and then kind of hangs back from you and you approach the table. So you, it's Carla's turn now. Um, so you get off the uh, sky ship or whatever, mm-hmm. the sky sail with everybody and it's a mass exodus. Everybody's kind of shuffling out on the platform and people are going towards, uh, you know, the marches. You see the marches in the distance it's a swamp, you know, you see the pulled huts and everything and the lights. And you see um, this monastery that they were talking about, kind of like off in the distance. And even though it's night, you see people building on it. So you see several workmen, some big strapping humans, some orcs. They all have like very like plain clothes, but they're using torches and brazers and they're building and they're tying things together and they're putting beams up and everything. So they're, they're building this monastery. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do I go over there? I mean, I mean, I'm looking for the person, so... Right. It's He's basically the head of the monastery is who they wanted to be gone. Okay. And all she gives you, uh, before you left, the old woman actually gave you a parchment with his name on it. Okay. Do I change into... That's totally your... I should change into one of the monastery people to... No, you don't get their clothes. You just look like them. Okay. So you you don't really look like them now, but you notice there's a lot of different races and everything there, like at the monastery. You know what I mean? Like it, mm-hmm. if you approach them, you're in regular urchin clothes. They wouldn't be like, oh my god, a noble. They'd be like, hey, how's it going? Like they just start talking. Okay, to so maybe I'll change into one of them. Mm-hmm. 
So just make it easier. There's like an orc. There's a human. I mean, you are a human. Like I said, it, you wouldn't look out of place. Yeah, but then wouldn't they recognize me anywhere else? Yeah, you could turn into something. Can I just turn to an orc? Yeah, you could do that. So before you approach... Orcs are nasty. Yeah, you could do that. Turn into like a female orc. Yeah. So you do that, and then you... I mean, it's easy to hide. There's a lot of brush and stuff. You know, you turn into one. Uh, you approach them. And um, actually, you don't speak orc. You probably could turn into like... Hmm. Oh, um, Elvish. Is there elf you, doing that? Or? Well, you also know thieves can't, so you could turn into like... Yeah, you could turn into an elf. You know Elvish. Okay, why don't I do that? All right, you turn into an elf. You see elves there working too, mm-hmm. and as soon as elves see you, they start speaking in elven. Mm-hmm. So you're like, okay. oh. Yeah. And they're like, how, you know, how goes it this fair evening? Uh, you know, I don't know. Maybe I just chat it up good, you know, and just talk about the building process. Oh. And then you go like, "Have you seen so and so?" Bastion. Have you seen Bastion? I need to talk to him about some plans of the things that we're building. Oh, oh, you're with the head of the monastery. They go, "Well, uh, yes, um, he's actually not coming in until tomorrow, but his room's available. If you're with the monastery planning committee, uh, you should probably wait in his room." Uh, again, he's not coming till the morning, but you should probably be comfortable. And you see them, like one of the elves, come down off the ladder, and they like they like, come with me, come with me. And you you go in, and it's this big monastery, and like there's only one part of the roof that's complete, and that's right above his room. So they lead you in there, and they said, um, you know, this is his room. He'd be more than happy for you to sleep there. Um, and what was your name again? Another name, probably another name. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably. Um, let's just go Lord of the Rings. Let's do Arwen. I Arwen? can't think of anything. Else. Arwen. Okay. You said Arwen, and uh, they're like, "Oh, oh, okay, uh, Arwen. Um, yeah, just uh, be here tonight. Be as comfortable as possible. Uh, when he comes early in the morning, uh, you could be here to greet him." Um, if, do you need anything before you... Because it's actually getting late when the airship came Have out. I ate anything? You or? have rations, but like that really doesn't... Oh, and ask them for some... Uh, do they have any... They're like, of course, we have uh, we have some cheese, and, and there's actually a roasted chicken uh, left over. We'll get some of that. Just just stay here. Just stay here. Okay. And, um, and then maybe I can ask them what what time there... Are you, are you planning to come tomorrow morning? They're like, he's supposedly coming at dawn. So I would be awake before that, but you probably are already, you know, and they touch your arm and they're like, you're probably mm-hmm. praying in the morning. Mm-hmm. You're like, yes. Okay. And they're like, all right, well, we'll see you again in the morning. I just tell them thank you. And um, after they leave, then I, yeah, I just like scope the room. Okay. Uh, roll an investigation. Yeah. Click. Ooh, hey. she got lucky, Martin. Well, it was on, I can't be perceptive apparently, it was, but I can investigate. It was stuff. on a, it was on a two, and it rolled over to an eighteen. So she got very lucky. <laughs> it was gonna go the other way. Uh, yeah. You notice this is a pretty pious room, but out of everything you've seen, even though the place isn't complete, this does have the most amount of possessions. There's some religious texts that you can't read, mm-hmm. and some. Um, a lot of weird stuff like some candles like some religious stuff that you're not familiar with again um mm-hmm. maybe i'm just curious 
about why they want to, you know, really have me take them take him out. Right. Oh, you want to see if you can find it? Yeah, kind of like I'm just curious. You well, know what I mean? It's not like I really feel too. too mm. I mean, I feel kind of bad because the people were nice to me and gave me food. Roll but another. I'm just generally curious. You rolled pretty well. So what I'll say is, like, as you're looking through the room, you notice that uh, he has a ledger as you're looking through everything, and it's actually written in thieves' can, which is really weird for the head of a monastery to write something in something so strange and weird. Well, I'd like to, since I can read that, mm-hmm. I'm going to read it. So basically, it looks like a bunch of numbers. And mm-hmm. it looks like it says like one barrel of wheat, so much money. One one bushel of cotton, so much money. So it sounds like people are um, maybe he's giving them something and he's getting things like that in return. Yeah, which you're supposed to. I mean, you guys know about monasteries and stuff here. Like they're supposed to report that stuff and give it. You know, they're pious, right? So they're gonna give all that yeah, back. Yeah, he to has the a mate. lot of possessions that not a lot of people well, have. Well, right? it still looks plain. I mean, it's just like he's got writing utensils and like a few Bibles, but he actually has a desk uh, oh. and some candles. So he's living oh. a pious life, oh. but it doesn't look it as doesn't suspicious. Look suspicious. Okay. Right. Yeah. Okay. Um, is there anything else in the room? Uh, that's kind of all you found, but that is really strange that you found that. Um, okay. You feed your mouse, uh, and then your mouse... I give them some, I give them some cheese. Yeah. Uh, they come yeah. in, you see them come in with the roast chicken and the cheese, you give the mouse mm-hmm. the cheese, and the mouse just, uh, goes on the desk and just falls asleep. Um, <laughs> and you let it out of the desk, give it the cheese, and it just Do you think up. they've seen that, uh, sheet, the... Probably not. There's well, I probably, probably shouldn't point it out. Right. There's probably a reason why he wrote it in something that is illicit. They probably don't know how to read that. Right. Or you just go, what is this? I mean, only only rogues really know how to read that. So like, I'm not it. Well, unless one of them used to be a rogue. There could be people that have... I mean... But it would be weird to point that out to somebody, you know? Yeah. I'd be like, hey, I was snooping around. Yeah. Uh, hey, I was just reading... I was just going through all his stuff. I was just stuff. going through his desk drawers. I was, just, this I was just going through all of his stuff. Is this weird <laughs> at all? Oh, was I not supposed to do that? Oh, whoops. Okay. Uh, I just started looking at every single thing in the room. Wow, this is your wallet? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, it didn't have any money in it. Oh, it did before? Whoops. Yeah. <laughs> Whoopsie. Ooh. I don't know where it went. Um, I spent yeah. it all. So, that's, do you go to bed, or is that? Is there anything else you want to... No, I might just uh, think about my strategy a little bit okay. uh, for tomorrow and decide what Dawn is actually going to be. Right, if he gets there right at dawn. Yeah, or... so maybe I want to get up before that. You could do that, yeah. Okay. All right. Um, we'll have to go back in time. So you're going to go to bed till the morning. Martin, it's still evening. Uh, you approach the table, and everybody kind of looks at you, and everybody's kind of annoyed. Everybody's, um, like, you know, everybody's giving him a pitch on why... You know, they want to know what he wants, and he says, well, I'm just, I'm looking for someone that could take me, I'm trying to find something very unique, and I want someone to do that. And they all, everybody there at the table is like, well, I'm the one, and they're putting alcohol in front of him, and he's not drinking any of it, but they're putting uh, stuff in front of him, and uh, he's kind of ignoring them. But there is a lot of people, I'm looking up at the thing, and you're looking at me, anyway, 
Um, there's a lot of people that are trying to get his attention basically right now. Right. Well, people are trying to butter him up, right? So they're 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 trying to give him a drink, and he's not touching them. Yeah, yeah. So I'm gonna ask him if he's drinking one of those, and I'm gonna point at one of the drinks. He says, "No, I'm not." I'm gonna take it from him. I would do that too. He goes. You can have all of them if you want. And you see, like, one of the orcs, like, lean over to you and slap you in the arm. It's somebody from town. I don't know their name, but it's like, you guys all know each other, you know? Yeah. It's like, you know, we went to the Caribbean, there was all those people lined up to give the tours. You know, they all know each other. Yeah. So, like... So, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take my hand, and I'm gonna do it, like, in a big, round circle, and just right around, like, say, five or six drinks, and I'm gonna go... And I'm gonna... <laughs> <laughs> and... and and just slowly start sipping them. Do you sit down? Do you sit down across from him, or do you? And you see Trosh like look at you, like kind of narrow his eyes, and then he slowly kind of sits down. And even though he's old for an elf, he's young for an elf. If that makes sense, like he's younger than what you would be. You know, he's um, so he uh, he's really going off your lead. So he's kind of waiting for you to talk and everything. And you see everybody kind of like ah oh, like couple people get mad that you took their drinks and they just go to the bar because this is how this goes right somebody wins you know a couple people you see a couple people hanging on and then you see this person like with his hood up and he just um reaches over and he finally grabs one of the drinks and then he starts drinking it like slowly gotcha uh i'm gonna snap my fingers in the air and yell at one of the guys walking away when you come back bring something to eat our guest is hungry also you want anything to eat? You, you looking for like rat? Some sort of stew? Bring some sort of rat stew. Do we have? No. We're hungry. Bread? Bread? You hungry? <laughs> He's like, actually, I am hungry. Are you paying? Yeah, I know these people. They. He's. What? What's your name? Oh, you never got his name. Nobody got his name. N- nobody I mean you could ask his name but it's just no he never said oh okay I thought you meant like and you so you're like and you are Galen I'm sure everybody already said it. I'm looking for a treasure hunter. Uh, we all not looking for a treasure hunter. We're all treasure hunters is what I'm saying. He's like, well, I hate to tell you this, but I think your friend's keeping something from you. He looks over at Trosh, and you see Trosh just like with his head down, like looking at the table. Trosh, get over here. Well, I mean, he's sitting right next to you, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, get over here. And he's like, right there. He's like, but I'm right here. Um, Galen's like, your friend stole something from me. Trash stole something from me? Mm-hmm. What could you have possibly have stolen, Trash, from this outsider? You see him lean in and he's like, I really, I didn't think it was going to be a big deal and I didn't want to tell you. Gotcha. Uh, I'm going to grab this thigh. Like right on the inside of his thigh and just start 
freezing. <laughs> He's like, yeah. <laughs> he does that like, uh, like you know that that clench, you know. He's like, he had a map on him? And he's like, yeah. There's no maps here. We live in the swamp. <laughs> he's like, there's a map on him. And I took it. And he's like whispering in your ear while you're gripping his thigh. <laughs> he, he gets like this sometimes. He's just so, so loving. He's like, all right. And you see him reach over and he like, it's a parchment. And he like goes like that. And you see Galen just... Look at you, and then look at him, and then like slowly take it. Go, thanks, Trosh. I'm gonna tell him, now that I was giving you your treasure back, what do I get? He's like, well, that depends on if you could help me. Well, I just gave you your treasure back. Trosh and I, we gave it back to you, just that. He's like, indeed, you did. And, like, when you say that, this ugly older woman with, like, a big wart on her nose, like, just comes over and looks at you and just throws down a plate of you don't know what. It's it's one of those, sun, like, it's one of those things where you know what it is, but you don't because the way they cooked it, you're like, I think this is some kind of, like, frog. I'm not sure. It doesn't look good. I mean, I'll eat it. I'm hungry, but... trying to get this big okay here we go so um yeah you guys are eating and you see galen like look at the food for a second and then he sees that you're like eating and it actually tastes okay it's not terrible uh and you see galen like slowly start to bite down and like start to eat the food and he's like he's looking at you like "Mm." yeah um so he, uh, the world. You can't see my screen. I take it. I like to see part of it. Yeah. Uh, uh, it looks like the ace. Yeah, it looks like a card. I don't know why I did that. I'll just keep it like this. Um, so yeah, it looks like a card, kind of. But you see these weird. Uh, well, he's talking to you, and he's like, "I need someone to take me to where this is." I'm looking for a treasure hunter that's willing to do that. Do I recognize any of those? Yeah, he rolls it over. You do not recognize any of those. Uh, I'll take it up and I'll flip it over and back mm-hmm. sideways. Spin it around. Ways, like, Fantastic. What is it? He's like, that's a chamber. So this is actually like an overhead view of a room. I don't know about you, so but I've seen chambers before. This looks like He's like, I've been told that. He's like, well, if you were to find somebody, he's not saying that you did, to help you find something in this wonderful wasteland, how much are you paying? He's like, well, it depends on how far it is, wouldn't it be? Dear Lord, you are horrible at negotiations. Usually negotiations go, it 
and you're going to help the world help. So I'm going to help you, but you're not helping me help you. So therefore, I can't help myself help you help me. Trosh? And he says, uh, you see Trosh, like, looking at him, and then looking at you, and then looking at him, and he doesn't really know what to do, you know? So he just goes back to eating, like, he's confused, like, I don't, should I talk? Should I not talk? I already screwed this guy over, I stole his stuff. And Galen says, well, he goes, I believe this area is close to here, but I don't know this place at all. So I need a guide to show me where this is. And I've heard there's dragon shards here. Everybody is. That's what we're known for. He said, yes, but this is supposedly a massive dragon shirt. Oh, uh, yeah. 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 What? <laughs> <laughs> he says, I was told that in the middle of this chamber is a massive dragon shard. Are you really stretching and everything? Like, you're just, like, bored with this? He's like, oh, you're interested. Yeah. Have you taken a walk around here at all? <laughs> He's like, this. What? What else do I have going on? <laughs> like this. Boring. Yeah. And he's like, uh, no. He's man of many, many words. That guy. He's like, well, you tell me in the morning. He goes, I'm not really from around. So I need someone to tell me where this is. I have this part of the map, but there's another part. Where's the other part? He's like, well, that's what this, these words are up here. What do the words say? He said, well, he goes, I'll tell you, but you have to promise me something. <laughs> he says I want to go with you and, <laughs> and he goes I'll give you half of what we find is it dangerous he's like you tell yeah, me it doesn't matter it doesn't matter sounds great <laughs> he's like well I would think the morning but you tell me this is your wonderful town and he looks around I just woke up so this is my morning huh. first daylight then first daylight great I will meet you right back here for breakfast he goes is it better and then he looks back at the table <laughs> I'm pretty sure this food is going to be right here when we get back great He's like, you get used to it. <laughs> um, I'm gonna get up. I'm gonna slap him right on the shoulder and be like, yeah, I'll see you later. And he's just like, all right, okay, sure. And you guys leave. Uh, do you say anything? Trash like falls behind. He's like, see what I told you. He's like, I don't know. I think it's a thing. Have you ever seen anybody like him before? No, but I've 
but honestly, the amount of people we get through here, he's probably gone here once or twice. He's this rich boy that probably got some sort of something from a clip of somewhere nice and hoity-toity and decided to come down here treasure hunting with mommy and daddy's money. Let's just take him and send him on a wild goose chase, I guess. What if he's right, though, about the, the dragon shards? Have you ever seen anything like it? Ever? He's like, no, they're usually like coins or small. I don't know. But there's always, you hear stories, and Trosh is older than you, so he's heard a couple more stories. He says, you know, there's always that one story of the mother low, the big dragon shard. You know, a lot of people in town in Sharn would pay big money for something that big. I'm going to stop and I'm going to pause and put my hands right on Trosh's uh, shoulders and go, that's why we make money is because of people just like him. That want to come down here and get the big score. He's like, all right, well, I guess we just see what happens. Tomorrow morning. All right. I'm a bit. Yeah, really, he woke you up. That was not cool. <laughs> okay, you go to bed. So, uh, is there anything before you go to bed you want to do anything or? No, I'm, okay. I'm good. Okay, because he did wake you up. That's just rude. So, Carla, it's the morning. Is it before dawn? Yes, you wake up. Okay. You see it before dawn. The The monks are waking up, and they just start building right away. Okay. Uh, that's kind of their morning. They don't even eat. They just go right to building the place. Okay. Um, do I know when he... They said at dawn, and uh, by looking at his room, you can imagine there's... You do see, actually, on the ledger when you were reading it last night, there is a thing saying he's coming in at dawn uh, in a carriage with goods. Okay. Um, is there anything... So, is it my choice, to, do you say, to kill him? Yeah. or It's totally your choice. But do I turn him into somebody? I mean, that would be difficult, but not impossible. But they, they don't, the people that ask for this bounty, they just don't ever want to see him again. So. Well, that would mean I'd have to kill him. Off him, yeah. But then. <clears throat> is there any place to, uh, to hide in the room? Um. You know, element, surprise, and all Right, that you'd stuff. have to look around a bit to see. Sansa. <laughs> or I could maybe go down and kind of uh, pretend like I'm... You can roll a... Um, I'd say like a dex check to see if you can like... Maybe I can pretend like I'm working on building some things. You can do that. Because he doesn't... I mean, obviously. Actually, I look roll, like everybody else. Roll a... Roll a... We'll do, do intelligence right there. Like an intelligence check. Oh my god. Just I'm a three. Dumb as a box just of a rocks. three. No bonuses, just a three. Just a three. Man. So you um you start you're like, I'd love to help today, you know? And they're like, oh yes, and they they uh they give you like the heaviest beam and your strength sucks. You're like, ah man. Um you start uh you know, um Can I um because they know what I look like, you know. They they're gonna report back and say, "Hey, somebody, you know, stayed in your room." Yeah. So could I 
put the board down, go off somewhere in a brush and change into something that's... You totally could do that. Stronger, but, you know. Well, I mean, you would look like them, but you don't get their stats. You just look like... You would look like a half-orc or whatever. Well, maybe I should turn into something else. Yeah. So maybe I'd do that. That's totally your... What, do you want to turn into, like, a human or... You just want to look like another worker? I just want to look like another worker, so I blend in. Um, yeah, you look around, You they actually have the vestments, you know, like there, so yeah. you can kind of grab their clothes, like a disguise yeah. type thing. Mm-hmm. So you just start working on the building, basically, like pretending to, pretending to work, so I I'm should say. I'm just kind of looking around. Um, roll a, an investigation check again. Oh, man. Hey! Oh! <laughs> she got an eight. That's not bad. It's not terrible. I mean, it's, it's, not, good. it's not, not bad. a four. Right. Um, when you're there, you do see plans. Plans for the building? Right. Okay. Somebody sketched up some plans. Mm -hmm. And it looks like there is a, uh, a, like, a tunnel, like a room under his room. A room under his room, but his room is at the top of the building. No, it's a big open floor space. So when you went in, it's, like I said, it was the only thing that was thatched and complete because Mm -hmm. he's coming first. And they want to but make sure that they're working on the tunnel. Well, no, they're they're working on the whole building, but the floor is already in. Mm-hmm. So it's, I mean, your intelligence is good enough that you're like, well, they would build that first, right? I mean, one, you'd start yeah. with the foundation, but two, if you wanted to build anything secret, you'd start with that and build out. Mm-hmm. So if they have a floor down, you're like, I think they, you know. I wonder. I wonder if I were to off him, if that's somewhere I could get him, take him under. The, I wonder if it goes anywhere. That's what I'd like to know. Yeah, that'd be something to check out. I mean, you okay. got time to sneak in through there if you wanted to. Oh, let's roll something. That's hopefully works out. So your stealth is actually pretty good. So if you want to roll... Whoops. Well, if it becomes a three, at least, you know, we come as So do you want to stealth into his room and yeah. without anybody? Because it's still before Donnie hasn't arrived. You probably have about 30 minutes Well, you know, I could change back into the elf and sort of just stroll right up there. Yeah, because right? you're already in his room, yeah. right? Yeah, uh-huh. I do that. Do that. So you go into his room, uh, and you got to roll a um, um, ins- investigation again because oh, you're trying God. to actually see. Come on. Ooh. Oh, good. Not bad. Okay. Yeah. So you start looking around and you see a couple of stones that are loose, and you pull them out of the ground. And you start. Um, you pull them, and there's a door under those that are like a like a latched. D- yeah, yeah. So I pull on the latch. Uh, you got to make a strength open. check. Which is this? Oh, negative one. What? Okay, mm, well that doesn't work. Yeah, you can't get it. Um, is there anything in the room that I could use to kind of pry? Uh, yeah. You see, they have like it looks like it was for this like a big pole leaning up by his uh, um, like his bookshelf. And like stick the pole underneath one of the latches. Yeah, and twist and, up. And twist up. Okay. Yeah, you do that. Uh, roll again. Roll strength check again. All right, come on. Oh. Um, <laughs> so you um, you are able to get it up just a little bit and like twist yeah. it up, and uh, yeah, you can go down there if you want. Is it is it light or just pitch black in there? Um, they have some braziers. Okay. Uh, on the wall, and they're not lit, but you can light them. You have the like kit a, or whatever. Like, like a ladder and stuff going down. 
Yeah, you basically okay. climb the ladder going down. And it's really, like, do you want to light one of the braziers so you can see? Yeah, I'm going to, yeah, I'll light one of those. Okay. Um, uh, yeah, you you light one of those, and as you light it, you kind of walk about 10 feet, and it's a really narrow passage, and it opens up into a room. And you, with, with a little bit of the dim light you can see, you see some braziers on each corner, and there's chains uh, hanging from the wall. Mm-hmm. And they're empty, but you see them... There probably be about seven sets of chains in different places on the wall. Oh wow! Okay. Um, do they look like they were just they just set them up there? Um, you roll an investigation check. Because I want to see if anything. Man, what is up with my rolls? Mm-hmm. Well, there's dice up there if you want to use actual dice. Yeah, I'll probably end up with the same situation. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah. You notice that they look new when you start looking. You can smell oil, like they've been oiled, Mm -hmm. and they're hanging off the wall. And you kind of like, you know, put your back against the wall and put your hands up, Mm -hmm. and they they would literally be up, like you'd have to climb up the wall. So they, a normal human, like you, a medium sized creature, they'd be hanging off the chains, Mm -hmm. basically. Are there any uh, uh, ledgers or books around? Or you don't see any like writing that? or anything there. Okay. Um, does the room go off any further? No, it's just this incredibly small, like probably 20-foot hallway, and then it opens up into this bigger room. Probably be about 800 square feet, like as big as our house. And there's mm-hmm. seven chains like on the corners, so like one north, like yeah. or two north. I'll say six, so it's even two north. To east, to west, or whatever. Okay, so there's nothing else in there, so maybe I just make my way. Okay, yeah, you close out, everything back close up. Close everything, and um, you can you can put the stones back in place. You yeah, know. put the stones back out, right. like. And it's right under his bed, so you oh. you had to move his bed off and then um, do that. So. Okay. Yeah, uh, and then right when you kind of like close everything up, you hear a carriage pull up out front, and you hear people, "Oh my lord," and like saying all this stuff in common. And uh, you hear everybody, like, there's jubilation out front, basically. And you can kind of look out. Um, do you want to go out or just look out? Or I'm going to look out and see if there's anybody that uh, is coming with him up to his room. Right. Well, you do see this man, like, they're all wearing beggars' vestments and just, mm-hmm. like, really low-key nothing. And then you see, um, you see, like, all these kids coming with him. Like, but they have, like, vestments and, you know, like... How many kids? It's uh, not enough for those chains, is it? There's, like, eight kids. Hmm. Okay, so maybe I just uh, morph into one of the orcs. Okay. Um, Somebody, you know, maybe that helps clean the interior. Again, you could just turn into, like, a know-nothing human, too. Why don't I do that? And just somebody that you see around that just kind of cleans stuff up so that way it's not suspicious. Okay. Um, he sees you. He's like, oh, my child. Thank you so much. He's like, I'm Bastion. I heard, uh, you know, that there was many people coming to clean up, but I didn't know. Uh, let me know if there's anything I can do. Yes, uh, thank you. Um, I noticed. Who are these? I just want to ask about the kids. It's the choir. Oh, I love music. Are they going to be performing tonight? He's like, probably not tonight, probably tomorrow. We're actually going to go into the marches to get some supplies. 
He's like probably tomorrow morning. Oh, can I help? Can I help with that? Yeah, of course, of course. Okay. Are you? Do you all have any plans for tonight as well? I love volunteering. He's like, oh, for the church. we're just cleaning up, and probably in the morning we'll go to the marches to get the supplies. <laughs> the what? Yeah. I'm a changeling. It she changes. did. She did just say that. It's for the It's for the kids, Marty. It takes a it takes a village, Martin. It takes a village. It takes seven kids. Yeah. Yeah. I mean I know that it does take that much to raise an idiot, yes. So No, that's fine, that's fine. No, I was just <laughs> So he's like, No, he goes, Well in the morning, uh, after we eat breakfast, we're gonna have them practice. Uh, he goes and then we'll go to town. I'm I'm just trying to find out. When would be a good time? Oh, to off him? To off him. Mm-hmm. It'd probably be during the night. Right. So I'm wondering I'm wondering how if I well no, does he you, crap. Does he do turn this is gonna sound weird. Does he do turn down service? Is there a pillow? A mint pillow I mean, thing situation? These people are pious, he is the head, like it wouldn't be weird for you to bring a pillow in and whatever. Well maybe he wants some like wine or Yeah, that's also something. possible. Okay, so maybe I can morph into, I mean, or you could, maybe it would you just could, be more comfortable to come in as me. Well, as you look right now, it would be fine. Yeah, like as I look right now. Yeah, because, the human. And then um, maybe I can put some poison in Yeah, there. I don't know if you have, I don't know if Do you I have. Do I have any poison? I don't think you have any. Uh, you probably have to buy some from somebody. I don't think you have any with you. Can I make... You have a mess kit. You have a thieves kit. You have to get an alchemy kit for oh, that. Oh, darn it. Yeah, you don't have any poison. I have to stab him, don't I? Ugh. She's going to have to stab him. <laughs> this is going to be messy. He's going to... Yes. I don't like getting messy, okay? Yeah. It turned down service. Yeah, it is. And, yeah... Stabby, stabby. <laughs> turn him down into the... <laughs> turn him down into the hole. Yeah. Oh, I... Oh, yeah, I could do that, too. Maybe, yeah. Well, if I roll enough strength, maybe. <laughs> You're like, eh, eh. <laughs> it's not gonna work. My streak is so bad, I get a negative one to bonus. She, well, she does too. So <laughs> yeah, that's it's right. like you guys are both. It's gonna be one person for you. Like it'll be yeah. two people carrying one person to try to make that work. That'd be funny. Be like you and me trying to carry a couch that won't fit into a doorway or something. I know. Yeah. Wait. No. Spin it. <laughs> Spit it this way. No, you know what? If you grab his legs first. But instead of a couch, it's a, yeah. Be on one side carrying just like the torso because that's how strong we are. Right. We couldn't carry the other. Right. Can, we, can you just cut him in half? This would be a lot easier. If you had a sword, it could just clean yeah, him or something. Yeah, I don't have the strength to get through the I, I just have daggers, abdomen. yeah. Carla's like Rico off of Madagascar. You know, yeah. He pulls out the bomb. He's like, kaboom. He goes, yes, Rico. Kaboom. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yep, that's exactly. So yeah, I mean, out in the, they're gonna in the morning. They're going to practice yeah. singing, and then they're gonna go to town and get okay. supplies. Okay, so I'm going to make my move later on at night when everything is settled. Okay. So, um, I said nice to nice to see you back. He's like, "What was your name?" 
Um, what did I decide it was? Say Darwin. Yeah. Well, that was that. Well, animal. I mean, nobody knows. Let's just go with that, right? Yeah, you could. All right, fine. You're like Arwen. He's like, oh, it's a pleasure to meet you, Arwen. Pleasure to meet you as well. Um, I under—I understand you like wine. He's like occasionally, occasionally. Yeah. Not too much though. When he, I like, am volunteering. He kind of giggles and like walks away. He's like, let, let me talk. To, let, let me uh, get the situ the children's situation. It was okay. nice talking to you. And he nice goes off, and then the kids are talking in different languages. You don't really. You're like, I don't mm-hmm. know what they're saying. So I just, you know, I walk away. Walk down the stairs. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, it's a big open Whatever. floor plan. Yeah. Oh, okay. Do you walk outside? Yeah, I just walk outside. Okay. For a little bit. Yeah, everybody's still building, and they go, ah. Oh. You know, somebody's up on the ladder. The elf is like, do I know you? Um, I'm still in my... You, you... Oh, yes, I'm one of the... I, I volunteered. Oh. I recently just volunteered. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh. Uh, well met, then. Um, Actually, uh... Yeah, I think, yeah, of course. And they kind of like go about their business and they like look at you and then look. Well, I mean, does that really matter to me though? Well, the thing about it, you have to remember Eberron, uh, people know about changelings. Like you are a race of people that have been around for a long time. Oh, so he might think. Right. He might think something's amiss. He might not know that you're a changeling and that you're in a different form, but maybe something's not right. You know what I mean? Like, Hmm. uh... You know, it was, it was brought up to me, I, I did not derail the game, but it was brought up to me that the guy who wrote the thing, uh, wrote the creatures in the book, wrote a big blog post about, hey, you know, I wear a hat, and the whole society of Eberron knows that uh, change things exist, so there's a lot of inside jokes, there's a lot of, like, I would always wear my hat, if someone saw that my hat was missing, they know that's weird, like, there's a lot of inside things. If you're a guard, there's going to be secret passwords that they use to get into places. Oh. Or they're going to be like, what was it like, you know, last night with my wife? Ha, ha, ha. And that's an inside joke that they have. But they would know if you're like, oh, yeah, she was great. And if you said the wrong thing, they'd be like, that's not what he said. You know, it's like oh. everybody has mm-hmm. this understood language. Not to say that it's impossible. Changings have done a lot of stuff. They've assassinated people. They've, you know, snuck in, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, so... This is a heads up. You you are in a world where people are aware of changings as a race. Mm-hmm. They're aware of your machinations. Not to say this person, like, the jigs up or anything. I'm just saying they are aware that things are can be amiss and hmm. strange. I wonder I wonder if I have to... No, I'm just going to make sure that I keep an eye out for that person. Oh, yeah. Because I don't want them, like, um, you know, saying, hey, that person looks suspicious. Right. Just make sure who they're talking to. Yeah, and things like I'm that. just gonna just okay. continue to take a look at who that person's talking to, and, and then you kind of just pretend to be busy for a bit. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So Martin, it's your turn. Uh, so you um, you guys wake up in the morning, and you see uh, Galen wakes up, and he kind of just comes back to the inn, and you see him very defeatedly eating breakfast, and it does not <laughs> it does not look good at all. Um, it looks very bad. <laughs> Indeed. The breakfast or uh, his look? Both. Looks really bad. Like, he's like, I can't believe I'm eating this. He's like taking little baby bites of it, you know, and he sees you. And that's the only time you see like a flash of joy over his face while he's eating is that he knows you. And then he sees Trosh and he kind of scowls at him a little bit, but then he goes back to eating, you know. I'm going to go and get a drink. Okay. Uh, I'm going to ask him, did you want anything? I'm going to head up and get something for drink. No, he just shakes his head like, I don't, 
I mean, I'm, I'm gonna go get you something to drink. I'm gonna walk off. Go get, <laughs> go get him. Just get him an ale. It's like a, it's usually like a copper, and this isn't this isn't the best ale. Yeah. So I'm gonna say it's for the pain, and then sit it down and go. Or maybe it'll add to the pain. I don't know. Drink that. You see him slowly drink the thing, and he kind of like shrugs. And he's like, so do you have everything? Yeah, I have everything. You ready to go? He's like, yeah, we have to find the first part of the map. You have the first part of the map. No, I have the second part of the map. You didn't say you had the second part. You said you had the part of the map. And then we had to find the other part. You didn't say that this wasn't the first part. Oh, I'm sorry. Amateur. <laughs> okay, well, where do we go to find the first part of the map? He says, well, that's what these letters say. Well, I don't know what the letters say. He goes, but I do. All right, give me it. I'm going to ask for the thingy. The map? The map. He hands it to you. I'm going to take it. I'm going to roll it. And on in. He's like, if you, could, if you could read that, it'd be quite something. If you look, this looks like a light with two candles in it. Yeah. <laughs> this looks like a horseshoe. So if we follow the light toward the horseshoe, we can get to the snake, which kind of looks like a pea. I know where we're going. Do you? No. I told you I can't read it. (laughs) (laughs) He points off and he's like, what is that building over there? And he points way over to the edge of the shadow marches. You can see it. They're building like a monastery over there. He's like, what is that? He says, well, that's where we need to go. How do you know? You're not from here. He's like, that's what the map says. And I know how to read the map. Do you? I think, I think it's pulling my leg. Because I don't know about you, but this isn't part of a map. It's not a corner of a map. It's just a bunch of writings. But if that's where you want to go, that's where you're paying me to go. So that's where we're going to go. We're going to go toward the monastery with the candle... The horseshoe, the pee, and the snake. <laughs> let's go. I'm gonna get up and drink my last. <laughs> you're like, you're like, let's get this over with. This is what it's gonna be. I'm tired of having my leg pulled. Oh my god, that's so funny with the pee and the candlestick. <laughs> is Trosh going with us? Yeah, he's like kind of falling behind. Like, looking at Galen and looking at you, and he isn't really talking that much. He doesn't really know what to say, you know? He's like, hmm. Yeah. Okay, so we're off. Yeah. So I don't believe I have a mount or anything like that. So no, well, basically, where you, I mean, where if you look at the map, um, the uh, it's not that... It would probably be, like, half a day for you to get to where the monastery is, because it's on the outskirts of... Uh, you know, you're on the outskirts of the city, it's on the outskirts of the city. Again, it would take probably half a day for you to get to where you need to be. Okay. So, yeah. Uh, whoops, not that one. Yeah, so, like, it's here where that dot is, and you're just going, again, it's half a day. So you guys uh, march up there, and uh, as you're walking, Galen's like, so could we just walk in the monastery? Or look around. You've done this before. You've treasure hunted. Yeah. I walk in the monasteries all the time. They love me here. Does it say where the 
map dungeon uh, <laughs> at the height of the candle. Uh, anything that you can give me that I can work with other than this is where we're supposed to be. He said, I just, all the map says is it's in the heart of the monastery. The old college try. The old college try. Here we go. Uh, when you guys approach, it's like mid-morning, and you see a bunch of people outside working, like building the monastery. You see a carriage outside, and you see a bunch of kids in vestments of different races, and they're all like warming up to sing, kind of. Like, and then they kind of break. I mean, they're little kids, and so they break and are like chasing each other outside the monastery and stuff like that, and just playing around. And you see a bunch of people, um, you just see a bunch of people just, uh, did you enter the room? Oh, there we go. Um, you just see a bunch of people just, um, you know, working and things like that. Uh, probably about 10 or 12 people outside working. You see the, the you, could, you don't know his name obviously, but it's the head of the monastery. He's outside and he's talking to people and he's, he's the one with the nicest robes, just talking to everybody and stuff like that and. Um, they're like listening to him and he sees you guys come up and he's like, Oh, he's like more, uh, more looky loose. How are you doing this morning? And he like waves to you and he, he talks in a really condescending voice. You know, he's like, Oh, like your little kids. He's like more people that want to see what we're doing here. Uh, what do the workers look like? Um, you know, they're different races, they're different backgrounds. They obviously look very poor. You know, they, they look very tired. Oh really? He's like, really? And then he looks over at Galen. And he's like, mm. so you see this too? Mm-hmm. You're on the side of the building, like working, and you see these people come up, mm-hmm. and they're like, oh, I'm here to help and all this. And he's like, oh. And so you see a couple of people come down off the ladder, and they like. <clears throat> And they, they give you tools, and they welcome you. They're like, welcome, welcome. And they hand you tools. And then a couple of people try to hand you vestments, like your monks. And you see Galen. You see his robe actually looks like their vestments. And he's like, he just waves, like waves them off. And they like back away from him. You see them kind of whisper and talk about him. Because he does look different uh, than other people or whatever, you know? Oh, clearly. Yeah. Uh Okay. Um, um, so I'm gonna keep an eye out for these uh, symbols that is on on the map. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's what I'm looking for, right? Right. Okay. Um, is he here? Yeah. So you you don't see these symbols on the map, um, but uh, roll an investigation check. Okay. Can I use the uh, eye for detail? What? Uh, what do you mean? I don't understand. So the eye for detail, uh, it gives me a bonus action. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. To spot, like, not only creatures, but intelligence, undercover stuff, to mm-hmm. clues. Yeah, you can use that. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to use that. 
it says it gives me a bonus to my perception, but it doesn't tell me what that bonus is. Uh, I think it is. Hang on. Oh, I'm looking at Carla's character. <laughs> let me open. Uh, let me open your character really quick here. Oh, I did it again. I opened her character again for some reason. Let's go. So I can look at your character too. So features and traits, right? Yeah. Uh... Oh, you can make a you can use a bonus action to make a perception check. Yes. So. It just counts as a bonus action. So it's it's basically like an extra action. So yeah, you can ro- you can roll. Well, you get to make a perception check. So if you roll your perception, it'll, you'll get plus two to your perception. It basically just gives you another action to do like a... You're basically sweeping your eye, and it, if something catches your eye, instead of taking a whole turn to investigate or whatever, you're literally just sweep, sweeping something around with your eyes to see if you catch something different in the room. Gotcha. I got a 13. Yeah, you actually see some of the plans on the... Um, the table like one of the one of the working tables and you you notice that there's like a big room under his room there's a big room where? under his room like which is weird you start to head towards his room you see somebody go in like look at the plans and go in mm-hmm. and uh you head in and you kind of trip over some of the girls you're the kids, you know, that are like, and you hear the kids start to warm up like they're singing. And one of the heads, like, an orc comes over and, like, kind of herds them together. There's uh, eight of them. She herds them together, and they start warming up like they're singing. And you, like, walk past him to go into his room. Well, no, it's it's like you're so imagine I didn't do a map, but imagine a massive like square, right? So you're walking through, you go through the main entrance, you look to the left, those are where the kids are standing and they're kind of warming up, and then you see the only thing that's finished that would be about where these plans were, you see a single room with a door, and you open that, and that's kind of like you know, you have a good memory and wisdom and all that, so you're like, okay, so this is where the room is, but it looks like it's just. A bedroom, but there's something bigger that it shows on the print. Yeah. On the on the yeah, print. So. Into the room. Yeah, you go in and, and you notice nobody says anything when you go in. Nobody stops you. You see that. You see someone like go in and you're kind of like because you're off in the distance, kind of looking, you know. Mm-hmm. And you see him actually go. This other person go in. This person that just showed up said they're there to work. They just go in where you were before the night before. Well, I'm still I'm focused on it. Uh, taking what's his name out oh, okay so i kind of want to I'll, I'll you know i'll see if um how long it takes him to come out okay um 
and then I'll base it, you know, how, you know, however long he's in there. Okay. But I do want to take the guy out. Right. Like so Adam. right now, him being in there in the middle of the day doesn't concern me. Okay. Yeah. Oh, you mean Martin's? Yeah. The, the guy going yeah, in? Yeah, okay. because I... That's not my objective. Okay. So you're just... You're I, really, just, I want the money. I want the cash. You're really looking at this guy, looking at his patrol. I'm, I'm looking at the dollar. Bit bash in the head. Yes. You're watching his every yeah. move. Okay. And, that, and that other guy that thought I was suspicious. So I'm keeping an eye on Suspicious of you, yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right, so Martin, yeah, you're in the room, and it just looks like a normal room, but again, based on the print that you saw, there's something underneath this. That, yeah, you know. and there's... I'll go in the room, and I'll look, because... It, like you said, clearly underneath there's a bigger something mm-hmm. than what is shown on the map. So I'm going to look around. Um, yeah, make a investigation check. Now, uh, Galen hasn't come in with you and neither has Trosh. They both stayed outside working. They thought it would look really weird if they both, everybody just came into the room together. <laughs> 16. Yeah, you basically see the same thing. I don't know if you're listening to Carla, but you start looking around. You notice the loose stones. You pick one of the stones up that's under his bed. Then you move his bed out of the way, and then you see this door uh, under these stones uh, that leads down. So I don't know if you want to try to open the door. I see your strength is just like Carla's. Do you want to try to open the... <laughs> He'll probably roll like a 16 you want to try to open the latch? Is it a... Is it locked? I'm going to... No, you can easily, I mean, it's not locked. I'm not, for you, you can't easily open it, but it can be opened. It doesn't appear to be magically locked or anything like that. Gotcha, and so you want me to make a, what, a strength, I assume? Yeah, because you're trying to pop this thing open. Good luck. (laughs) Oh, even with my negative one, I didn't make it, but I got a 12. Oh, I would say that is, because you basically come to the same conclusion, look around that Carla did, of like, there's a there's a like a broom handle that it looks like he uses because obviously he's not a bodybuilder, so it looks like you pry basically one of the doors open, and then you see the same thing like I described to Carla. This room with like one brazier lit. You go down this 20 foot hallway and you see uh, another open room with these shackles, uh, and they they look completely new and they're just hanging on the wall. There's no. No, I mean, you can smell, like, the masonry, you know, like, the mud and, like, the oil of the shackles. So this all smells like new construction. Gotcha. Uh, I'm going to come back up and uh, make my way over to Galen and uh, go talk to him. All right. You see him, uh, you see him writing in a book. Like, everybody else is working, and he's, like, hiding behind a pillar, and he's, like, jotting something down in his, like, a journal he's got. Okay, he does. You see them come out. You're basically seeing them come out. And... Okay. So as as I'm gonna describe to him, you know, I saw the plans. You know, the whole underneath the room is a much bigger. I, I went underneath the room, and there's this massive corridor over there, and I'm gonna describe like the chains, and like the chains and the smell and stuff like that. And I was like, you probably want to come and take a look at this. You might know more of what you're looking at than I am. Hmm. He's like, all right, and you see him like look around a bit, and then he like walk. He he like starts to round the building and walk in. And uh, Carly, you notice that Bashan is sitting at a table near his room. 
he's all alone just eating like drinking wine and eating food like lunch everybody else is working the kids are warming up and he's just like by himself in the corner but he's still eating and you see him just like really you know messy about it you know but like everybody else like i said around him is working he doesn't really seem to be paying them any mind um do i approach him I mean, do you, like, do you want to, or, like? I mean, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I mean, you could, really but there's still in. a lot of people around. But I'm, you could start gonna, talking to him and stuff if you wanted. I, I think I might just keep my distance still, because okay. considering what I'm going to Whoa. do, oh. what I'm going to do, I kind of want to keep my, you know. Uh, you see him finish up his food, and he leaves like all this food just on the table and he just walks into his room. Oh. So is there and then there's nobody around? Yeah, okay. the kids are warming up, but uh Okay. Well, I don't have much food and I have rations. Well, to so. give you a Oh, do you eat his food? That he Heck yeah, man. I go over there and like so, if there's some like wine and To give you a clue, you did turn into that other person before and, and they thought you were the head of the abbot, right? Mhm. So if you were to turn into them and then show back up and they're like, "Oh, we missed you, but he's here." You know, you would have pretext to go into his room, right? Because they already think you're the head of the... Yeah, but then, uh, I mean, he... Uh, why don't we do that? I mean, that's just a clue. You don't have to do okay. that. I'm just saying that's a... That might know. be a good... Okay, why don't I... At least you can get in the room with yeah, him. Yeah, why don't I do that then? Right. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you... Uh, you go in his room. Martin, you guys see this um, woman... You see basically what I just described about he finishes his... Like, everybody's kind of coming in at once. So he finishes his meal, leaves all the food there, and goes in his room. This head guy that just talked to you was like, oh, you're here to work. Great. Um, You see a woman kind of come behind him uh, and just follow him into his room. And then you and Galen and Trosh is behind you. You guys are, like, slowly going towards his room. And Galen's like, was he there before? He's like, should we go in, or do you want to wait? I don't know. How's that food look? <laughs> he's like, he's trash. As soon as he said that, trash just goes over there and starts eating. He's like, it's like chicken. He's like, oh my god. Does he have a lock on his room? Oh my god. Uh, no. You can knock on the door and. I mean, I have uh, my uh, short blades and stuff. Well, right? yeah, yeah, you have them with you. Yeah, of course. So maybe I grab some of the. There's probably some leftover wine on a table. Oh, yeah, like right near his room, he left the food and the wine. Yeah, there. and he's like, hey, you know, you, uh, you know, just thought I would, because uh, I don't know if he ate or not. Oh, right, I just right. come in and I'm like, hey, you know, I just thought I would, you know, I'm volunteering too. Okay. You see just the back of her go in with this thing of wine, you know, and she's got vestments on. It looks like, you know, she's from the church and everything. Maybe it's she, on like a platter. She, yeah, she, it's, it, she takes the wine away. And then as soon as she goes in, she knocks on the door to go in the room. That's when Trosh goes over. He's like, oh my God. And he's like eating this <laughs> roast chicken and stuff. And you see Galen is like, I guess it's good. I don't, like, I thought he just went over there, you know, like. I'm going to Trosh on the hand. He's like, show some manners. So how much time do I have until they come in? Because like what I could do... Two minutes, maybe? 
So what I could, what I could do maybe is, you know, get my. Well, you, you know, can lock the door too, right? Well, is, there's no lock, right? Well, he didn't lock it going in, but you could put something in front of the door, or you could put maybe like a chair. Remember that pole that you? Oh found? yeah, the pole. Yeah, yeah. they put the pole. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you could go in his room. Yeah. So that's what I want to do. What I eventually want to do is. Uh, so you go in the room with the wine. You're like, sir, you you know you left. Yeah, wine. you left your wine out. Um, He's like, oh, I was too full, and you see him just laying on the bed, and this is definitely a man that doesn't skip a meal, that is does not care that he's wasting food. So, um, what I want to do is, um, you know, get him talking about the the, the choir or the kids, mm-hmm. and then I want to take my short. Yeah, his eyes are closed too. He's like leaning up against the I wall. I take both of my short, short blade. blades out. You know, you'd probably be a dagger be easier, just because. But what know. I what I want to do is do this. Oh, like into like his quick neck. Quick to the neck. Thunk. Oh man. Uh, I mean, yeah, he's not expecting it. I mean, and he won't. <laughs> I'm very quiet. <laughs> you know. Roll to hit, which would be a d20. Hey, can I turn? Um, oh, I know. What it, can I turn into him? Like his. I can change into him, can I? Yeah. So after he's dead. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what if I kill him? It's quick. Um. Because that's how I like doing that. Yeah, you got to roll a d20 to hit him. Oh, man. Don't worry, you're at a massive advantage. Roll it twice. Where is it? One right up top there. Just roll that. Yeah, and you can hit it again with two and then roll. Man, you better. Yeah. That's it? No, you got you got a six, You got a 15. Because it did 2d20. Oh, I got it. Okay. You got a 15. Okay. Yes, yeah, so you just... And he's like, so I think the... And he just starts to and bleed out. Yeah, and it's yeah. quick. So what I do is I push the bed off mm-hmm. really quick. Well, he's still bleeding out on the bed. Like you, th- you got to roll a, uh, an athletics check to do that because your oh, okay. strength sucks. Yeah. Okay. Let's do that. Okay. Roll athletics. Ah. Oh, <laughs> can I roll again? <laughs> <laughs> she did not. Um, so he's bleeding out on the bed and you're trying to like move the bed. Is there... They're going to be right. Okay. So is there, is there anywhere else that I can pop out of? I mean, there's no window or anything in here. You, you can turn into him though. You could grab his, he's got extra vestments like hanging What do I do with all case. the blood? Uh, I mean. Hey, what if I turn into him and then I wrap the blankets up? Yeah. Around him, and then can I just shove him, like under the bed? Yeah. Or down that hole, maybe. Yeah, you. Uh, you put the broom in the the doorway so they can't just yeah. like walk in. Yeah. And then that's what you do. You like wrap everything up, and you then just you, wrap them up. Like well, a he's burrito. got a spare like set of vestments or whatever. Yeah. So, you so can put that pull, on. Put that on, and you, you just throw them under the bed, basically. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, you guys go to the room and you knock on the door, and you don't hear anything. You hear a knock on the door. Uh, can I help you? Um, I'm just gonna walk in. <laughs> you can't. Yeah, the door's jammed. Uh, sir, you forgot your food. Oh yes, I had just finished that. Uh, I for yes, I am quite full. I think I am done for the night. I'm going to turn in. Doesn't look like anybody ate it. Roll, you can have it if you like. Roll the. Uh, friend that you brought in there. <laughs> 
<laughs> Roll your investigation, Martin. Shh. Quiet. Gotta find it. Yeah, it. His voice sounded funny. Like not right. Sir, do you need anything? I'm gonna look back at the other guys and go. I think something fishy's going on. <laughs> you see, Trosh. He's like, I, like Trosh is like, I don't know what to do. Like he doesn't, you know, like what does he do? You're as hopeless as a goblin's asshole, Trosh. <laughs> <laughs> You should use that. You're like, I love you, but I hate you. Like, you're just like, Are there ah. any windows that I can yeah. get out of easily? Or... There's no windows. You'd, you'd have to move the bed and everything and climb in the hole, basically. Can I try to do that? Yeah, you can do that. Uh, you got to roll a strength check. Oh, man. I'm going to put my ear to the door. Okay. Oh, that's, yeah, that's yours. Right here? Mm-hmm. Man, oh, okay. Well, that's something. She, uh, you hear the bed moving. Mind your business. Sorry, I just think that's funny. Like, <laughs> like you just, uh, that's so funny. Uh, I gotta look at my. I gotta look at my character quickly. Okay. Uh, you see Galen, he's like, he tells you to back up. He just goes like this, and you see him put his hands on the door, and you see frost start to form on the door. I'm gonna step back, like back, back. (laughs) And then he's like, you see him go like this, and he's like, you know, like he froze the door basically, like you, like kick it in, like he can't. So am I down in the thing yet? Yeah, you're like throw. You're just throwing the bricks at this point, you know, like. Do I? I pull the body down in with me. Yeah, you can do that. Um. And then, is there anywhere to hide in there? Uh, or is there any, like, like crevices or I mean, areas? it's pitch black. You are a rogue. You can try to stealth in there if you're completely quiet and yeah, still. Yeah, I'd like to stealth in there. Because there's a brazier. You could blow that out, um, you know? Hey, maybe I can turn, like, an orc, like, really small. Uh, you well, think? you can't change your form. You're always medium. So you can't turn into, like, a... a oh, so that doesn't matter. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so maybe I hide the body, like, um off somewhere oh yeah you can hide him in the corner yeah hide him in a corner Mm -hmm. um where it's really pitch black so nobody sees that yeah you blow the brazers out yeah so roll a is this that's my guy you are here roll a stealth check right there hey i'm stealthy that's pretty good all right so yeah um Galen like motions for you to basically kick the door in. 
Martin. I'm gonna look at Trosh and be like, come on, man, you gotta do something. Yeah, he does. You see him do that, like he pulls out his uh, blade. He pulls out like a battle axe, like an axe, and he like just hits a door and it just shatters. And you hear people scream. Oh my goodness! You man, know? at least I was quiet about it. <laughs> I'm gonna look at him and go, <laughs> bro. <laughs> you see, you see Galen. He. As soon as you look back at Trash, you're like, bro, you see, you feel Galen, like, grab your thing and go like that and point, and you see what you saw before, you know, the hole and everything, but it's like, the bed's turned over, you see some blood on the ground, and, like, the the bricks that you moved are, like, moved out of the way. I'm gonna go over there and look in the hole, like... Well, the, the door's closed, but, like, yeah. She closed the door behind her, or whoever did it, closed the door behind her, but... Yeah, like, who knows? Couldn't... <laughs> this door is freaking heavy. I'm gonna give us the old college track. Can I get some help? Yeah, everybody helps. You like get it open. Okay, so uh, I'm gonna stand over the hole. I'm gonna look down, like with my hands on my knees, and be like, "There's blood." Uh, I'm here to help you find something. Uh, you never said anything about this. This. He's like, Gail looks. He's like. Did you think that I would know there was blood down here? No. You want an adventure, so here we are. <laughs> Alright, you hear them bickering. <laughs> <laughs> he's like he's like giggling. You I hear mean, giggling. No, I'm kidding. No, no, like I silently smile to I just, myself. I just like the idea of like <laughs> like down there. It's kinda of funny to in me. In the the dark. Um Yeah. I'm just sort of just hanging out waiting for them to yeah, so Galen just goes down first. You treat Trosh, just shrug and go down. Yeah, I'll go down after Trosh. Yeah. So you guys all plant, and you see Galen, like, start looking around. And then he, like, can't see, and he's like, can you see? Like, he's whispering, he's like, can you see? I can't see. Like, Yeah, of course I can see. What do you need to look for? He's like... And then all of a sudden, uh, you just see, like, a blinding light next to him. And you see Galen, like, holding up his dart. And it's literally, like, light all over. Like a torch. And he's like... I guess we can see now. (laughs) You see him, like, looking forward. And, like, you guys see blood on the ground as you're going through the... Whatever. You see this light coming towards you. Is there anywhere else that I can go to... Roll and yeah, roll and investigation. To where the light doesn't there hit me. Right there. Roll an investigation check. Man. Oops. Oh. Oh. Well, I can't investigate anything. <laughs> uh, roll again. Lord. Here, why don't you click on it? You want me to I click on it? Want to see if it makes any difference? <laughs> Not much. Do you want to use actual dice? Yes. Okay. We're going to get actual dice this for this This is roll. ridiculous. So you need a 20-sided dice, which and is on top. If I get a one, I'm going to be really upset. Mm. Oh, and even rolled a three after that. Rolled okay. a three afterwards. Um, yeah, we're going with the six. Okay. So you see there's a crack in the wall in the masonry. Can I... Is it a... Is it big enough for me to yeah, you have wedge to, in? Yeah, you have to make an athletics check, but you, you could wedge okay, in. Okay, so I'm going to try and do that. Yeah. 
Okay. You sneak in. Yeah, so I wedge in there. Uh, you guys go through and you see uh, the dead body of the... Because um, you have this massive globe of light. You see the dead body of the the parishioner or whatever, the head, the abbot of the monastery. Yeah. He's laying on the ground, bled out, and you don't see anybody in this... Um, yeah, you don't see anybody... Uh, yeah, I mean, he doesn't really have a lot on him. You see a ledger that's written in Thieves' Cant that has supplies written on it. Like, uh, you know, one bushel of wheat, two gold, like stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Can I make heads or tails of it? Or it I mean, it's there? weird that it's written in Thieves' Cant. You can read Thieves' Cant because you're a rogue. Right. So you're like, what right. the heck? Right, right, right. It basically just looks like he's taking something off the top. So he's bringing in these supplies and skimming. Yeah. What it looks like. Yeah. Um, but as you're looking at that, like Trosh is like searching uh, for whatever. And you see Galen like look around and start sniffing. And then start feeling like you see him actually bring his hand up and actually start like going like this. Like he's raising his hand. And he doesn't, he doesn't say anything. He goes over to the hole in the wall. Like, you see this crack, and he puts his hand on it. And he goes, the heart of the temple. What did you say? He said, the heart of the temple. The heart of the temple. Right, right, right. I'm going to put my hand on the ground and go, the ass of the temple. What does that mean? I'm going to look at, I'm gonna look at uh, my buddy and go shrug. Like, what the does that mean? Um, oh, I gotta wait for Carly to get back. Don't worry, we're almost done. We got a, I know you got a couple minutes. <laughs> Heart of the temple, right? The asshole of the world. I don't understand what that means. I don't know. <laughs> well, remember the map said that this place was in the heart of the temple. That's what the map yeah. said. Right, right, right. She's like, but did I really? I don't think I did really. <laughs> I do like that you're taking a comedic approach to this. Uh, Instead of being the serious, like, because you did that in Dragon Age, you were kind of the serious, stabby, stabby rogue. Yeah. Like, now you're more like, ha-ha, like the, like the more the Errol Flynn, like. You guys are so funny. Anyway, I got things to do. Love you, call me, doesn't matter, just walk off. What the hell's that mean? So you slip. It's completely back and you just fall. Where am I, is it, is it, am I fall, still falling? Yeah, and then you, and then you just get knocked out. Oh, super. Because it's like, you're like, where, oh, like, you know, like, you, because it's Do they hear black. me? No, like, you don't yell. You're just oh. like, Bleh! like, you just go down. Yeah. So what Galen does is you see him go like this, and he pushes the wall, and you hear, like, a crack of thunder, and, like, you see rocks fall out of, like, where the crack was, and there's a massive gust of wind coming from the wall, and it's just, like, rock and obsidian, and it's just, you hear, like, a gust of wind. And he's like, the heart of the temple. Yeah, it smells like a dead body. Heart of the temple. Well, now, he's like, the dead body's over there. He's like, the dead body's over there. Yeah, and yeah, I... And I like were... dead <laughs> so you guys go up to the edge, and you see there is an edge where you fall down. He's like, do you have any rope? Uh, do I have rope? Oh. Yes, I'm going to put my bag on the ground and just like talk to myself. 
Do I have rope? Who do you think you hired? Yeah. Who do you think you hired? So that's basically the end of the whatever. So you guys are going to descend into this pit. Ah, well, I'm already there on the ground, so don't you worry. I'm just yeah. out. <laughs> I know, yeah. So there you go, man. That was the first part of the heist. So that was it. That was uh, us playing. D&D. So I hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh, that was session one. Um, yeah, like I said, the next week will be session two where they actually go through the puzzle and get out of the place. And then there will be two more episodes. Uh, there'll be epilogues uh, for each character. Uh, so yeah. Um, so just to reiterate, this podcast uh, will hit my website, www.gamewithgrief.com uh, Monday morning at 7 a.m. Go there. Uh, Let me know what you think of the podcast. Uh, Or you can go to GWG Podfellows. Go there, drop me a line. That's the email address. Uh, Let me know what you think of the show. Um, You know, if you want me to read it over the air, I will. If not, I won't. Um, And finally, well, not finally, but go to iTunes. Subscribe there at the Gaming with Grief podcast with Joseph Carlson. It's got a black background with smoke. Just says Gaming with Grief with Joseph Carlson. Go there. Or you can find me on Twitter at JustLittleJoe. Uh, go there. Um, you know, let me know what you think of the show. Uh, I'll try to get better about, um, you know, uh, promoting it. I'm trying to remind myself to do that. I never do that. So, you know, uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, be safe out there, guys. Uh, and I will talk to you next week. Uh, bye.